You are listening to an MLGA Network podcast. Welcome to Voluntary Vixens, where Jesse and Maddie give a female voice to news and pop culture with a libertarian twist. Join us to stay informed and challenged while keeping it sane, peaceful, and most importantly, voluntary. This is Jesse with the Voluntary Vixens, and I have Maddie, who is back from Tom Hanks' disease. I and never had Tom Hanks' disease. <laughs> and we have Miss Buckles with us today. Hi. And we're going to talk about whatever we feel like talking about, because I don't know if you guys feel the same way I do. I'm over coronavirus right now. Yes. I'm over it hard, but I will <laughs> say... I feel like I've got a lot of feelings about it, so. All right, we'll talk. We'll we, let you. We might. We'll you we bet. might have. We might have to say some things and then um, <laughs> let coronavirus try and die, like it really needs to. Fair. Yes. <laughs> well, anyway, I don't know. I mean, so I am back, guys. Sorry, it's been a while. Um, I was busy buying a house. Great timing. Look at the what the economy's doing right now. I'm so excited. What a great time to be alive and have spent so much money. I mean, I should have known it was coming sooner than later. Uh, you know, I pay enough attention to the world, but I don't know. I don't know. I think I'll be fine anyway. I also you, still, you have a job that's not one of the uh, essentials, right? Yes. So I'm quite lucky in that my job did not get shut down, mostly because while it would be kind of considered non-essential, we can do it all from home. I can do all of it remotely. So, you know, I win. And I really do feel terrible for all the people that have been shut down by a tyrannical government that decides it's no, it's knows better, even though I feel like so much of the crisis that they're facing, that the like healthcare workers are facing, it's all because of this stupid mongoloid government. Yep. <laughs> but like nobody wants to hear that I have to say those things. So yes. like my normie job, it's so funny because um Miss Buckles, just before you got on, Jesse and I were talking about how um we hadn't switched over to Zoom. Like we've got we've got we've each got Zoom accounts um because just trying to, you know, meet with various people online, you gotta figure out what the thing is. But now like all the old people are all about Zoom. <laughs> and you know everybody at work zoom this zoom that yeah. let's zoom and so while i had initially heard good things about it from people i worked with coworkers, attorneys um people like that like they were talking about just how um secure it was and everything and then because the propaganda report is basically um my daily routine um monica perez and binkley have been talking about um how it's actually known to be easy to hack the video in zoom and so yeah not looking forward to that but anyway so speaking of like how my normie life and my podcasting life (laughs) interact and how i don't want them to interact because you know the normies can't know i'm not a normie um but it was really funny because on Sunday I was doing a Zoom chat with my two bosses. And, you know, one of them is a is an epidemiologist at Johns Hopkins. Um, I work with a lot of doctors 
and a lot of them actually come out of Hopkins. And then the other guy is just a businessman. So like I kind of am in this odd mix of both worlds. Like I see the business side and I see the medical side. But anyway, mm-hmm. I see it in the video, like where you see my face talking to their faces. I was logged in on my Zoom account that I use for the podcast. So it was Maddie Vixen and like, you know, and their first and last name sounding professional and everything. And I'm just like, <laughs> nobody ask why it says Maddie Vixen, please. <laughs> no, Like, I don't want to answer the question either way. Cause either it sounds like I star in online sex porn, <laughs> something, or I have to explain them to them that I have a podcast where I rant and rave about how much I hate the government. It's like and, you know, equally bad to them. I, like I don't, yeah, I don't know which one's worse. <laughs> Just say you do porn; it's better. <laughs> yeah, you'll if you do porn, they'll be okay. They'll get over it. Isn't that funny? It would probably be easier to say that. I know. You know. Speaking of which, this is a good time to be a cam girl, actually. Oh, if you want to make some money, yeah, right. Or if, you have, or if you have really cute feet or something like that, yeah. Oh, the feet. <laughs> yeah. I mean, people have a thing for feet, and it's crazy. Yeah. What a, what a time to be alive. What? <laughs> you might as well capitalize on somebody's foot fetish. I know. No, yeah. I have said before that if I was like 10, 15 years younger, I probably would have been a cam girl. Because, <laughs> like, why? I don't have to leave my home. Those people don't have to actively touch me. And they'll just send me money and I just have to be raunchy. Like, sure. <laughs> That's easy. You know, I know. And there's some things, there's like certain niche things that, that guys are into that doesn't require any, like you just take Special. off any clothes. No, they you don't know? You to like eat food. Yes. Like, people will pay to watch you eat or even just like your feet, like rubbing your feet on stuff. Like that's. <laughs> I might still think of, I might consider that. So I'm just putting that out there. <laughs> I I'll, think I just had a pedicure before everything shut down. So yeah. I'm gonna su- I'm gonna suggest that um maybe we all submit photos of our elbow creases. Oh, because that could look like a couple different kinds of creases, and I know there's enough pervy men out there that would like it way too excited about an elbow crease. <laughs> elbow dollars, yeah. And then we and then we can send all our money to you know like um the Libertarian Institute or some you know <laughs> Ron Ron Paul or or Rand Paul get well soon cards. Oh, we need to have a list. We need to make a list of all the people that Rand Paul needs to just tongue kiss right now, so yeah, that we, were, we could just have so a better see. shot. Like. Do it for the country. Yeah. I think Nancy Pelosi's pretty high. Yeah. Like, it would also quiet her down for a couple seconds. He might end up with her dentures in his mouth, though. That's a risk. She can't seem to keep those stabilized. That's a risk. <laughs> she poses a risk. Yeah. She yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It would just be like... All the lizard people, like, could he just go be the hero we need him to be? Yeah. And make out with all the lizard people in Washington? And that would really also, his wife would also be a hero for letting him do that, too. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. She's a she's a babe. 
I know. Thanks for understanding the sacrifice <laughs> your husband is making. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Adam Schiff, I mean, he'd have to go both ways for this to work. So. Yeah. I mean, or, you know, um, I'm sure there's like some adrenochrome related joke we can make about how <laughs> they'd all get infected, you know, drinking from the same cup of fetus like blood. Like mm-hmm. Rand Paul would just get younger and younger each time he tongue kisses one of these people and they just get older and older. That would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, draining absolutely. all their adrenochrome out of them. He'll be the libertarian Dorian Gray. <laughs> yes. This um, can okay. work. Somebody, Jesse, start drafting up an email. Okay. <laughs> A chain email. A chain email. Pass this to seven of your friends or else. (laughs) Or Or you will have bad luck. (laughs) Or you will get coronavirus in seven years. It'll be total boomer chain email. (laughs) All caps. Have you seen those memes that are like, I'm wondering if the world is like this because I didn't forward that chain email back. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't seen them. That's exactly what it is. I haven't seen it about this, but I've I've seen those before for other things, and I appreciate them. They always throw me back to like, I don't know, when I first got on AOL. <laughs> yeah, my first email account, I'm pretty sure, is just full of forwarded emails like that. Oh man! Oh yes. Mm-hmm. I wonder if my first email is still activated somewhere. I honestly don't even know if my MySpace is deactivated. I think I tried a couple times, but Tom made it a bit difficult. As yeah, if he knew he knew we didn't want to really leave him, but <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I tried to get on my MySpace a couple years ago and I couldn't. Hmm. So who knows where all that went? Yeah. Oh MySpace. And we left MySpace for all of this. Yeah, maybe that's why we're in this awful situation. We failed to because because we left Tom. I know. <laughs> well, but we he's. Thought we were, we thought we're, we were I wonder where he's at these days. But really, it's just like more fascistic um, overlords. <laughs> yeah. Tom. Tom wouldn't sell us out. No. We say like that, Zuckerberg. But... <laughs> yeah. Actually, we don't even know who is Tom. He's probably in Tangiers right now or something like that. Is that the nice Mormon Tropical? Yeah, he's probably living the dream somewhere. Easily. Nobody no, on his nobody on his island has coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> he's doing. Because he closed awful. the borders. <laughs> Trigger, Guys. Trigger, you can't do that. <laughs> Oh my god, this is, I'm just, I don't know about you guys, but I am at a point where, like, both sides, when I hear uh, people complain on both sides, I'm like, they're both saying, like, the right side is like, where's my thousand dollar check? The left side's like, close the borders. I'm like, what is wrong with you people? Are you listening mm-hmm. to yourselves? Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, this has switched sides fast. We're in I mean, it's just I a mean, matter of days. But... What I've noticed, like, because, again, it's something that um, ever since I kind of did find myself being more and more a libertarian, like, it started back when I was in Chile, 
watching from afar the um the 2016 like presidential campaign season i guess 2015 was technically when i was there so um but you know so much of this is just political grandstanding on either side and then you can see who listens to what by what the people around you say and talk about and what their talking points are and what their terrible, stupid arguments are. And it's just like, I know where you're getting your information and it's wrong for X, Y, and Z reasons, but you don't care because your person said it. And you don't care what the other person says because they're not on your team. It doesn't matter what the information is or like what the truth could be. It's like, it's just handed down from the uppers to yeah. the, to anybody that'll listen, you know, without questioning. It's just, ah, uh, there's no reason. <laughs> nope. Like, no. Well, they're just so spoon-fed, then they just consume it so, you know, without question. That's what bothers me, is nobody asks questions. Like, you guys are just so comfortable with how that flowed out. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I have friends who are legitimately upset that Arizona is not going to be shut down. Like, like, we're not going into full, like, you know, lockdown, quarantine, like curfew. We're not doing that. It's up to cities and counties to make that decision per our governor, which, yay, that's fine. And I have friends who are actually upset. And I was like, you don't realize the long term unintended consequences of what you're asking for. Mm-hmm. So, but the one friend who's the most verbal, he also willingly has like gotten himself chipped so he doesn't have to use keys in his door. So he's not uh, the brightest. Bull. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> oh wow. Well, yeah. I just, he, he I put the mark with, of the beast on himself. <laughs> oh, he was like first in line. Yeah. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it's it, like, it, I just talked to, I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, he's just all about easy. So like if it's convenient, uh, he would do it. He has nothing to do with actual like, long-term even spiritual consequences but Mm. yeah well that's that's how they always get us you know like it seems like they always get us with well this is easier and um i could think of it all throughout history in ways which we paid that price for ease like what was that medication that women took when they were pregnant um, that helped with morning sickness, but when they actually gave birth to children, like they gave birth to babies without limbs and things like that. Oh dang! Yeah, I don't know the name of that. Or, I think I think I know. I might know what you're talking about. I can't. Um, it starts with a T, I think, but it helps them with like morning sickness, or it helped them with something. Some of the symptoms of pregnancy that you know that's normal, yeah. and they end up with like babies with you know that they have to end up taking care of for all their lives or who don't make it because of all the birth defects. And I was just thinking like, sometimes like what makes your life easy now is not necessarily going to make your life easy down the road. Like what if that chip causes cancer? You know, studies, all of that. Yeah. We all know radio waves affect your body and you like put that in yourself regardless of any like, feelings like you literally just put like a mini radio in your body without any research or trials or anything like that right now i'm uh second guessing these bluetooth headphones i'm wearing at the moment 
Yeah, I, I I use Bluetooth headphones, but as long as you don't wear them like all day, every day. But no, actually, Bluetooth uh, Apple watches aren't necessarily good for you. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> Crap. I better get rid of this don't thing. Get the radio waves, yeah. <laughs> ah! mm-hmm. Well, so fact, what's depressing, and not that we should do anything to readily speed up our demise, really ever. Though it seems like everybody like that's a lot of people's like hobby. Um, when I was in in college, uh, I took a molecular genetics class, and early, early in the course, like um, my professor was really intimidating guy kind of like not super friendly cool but also just a little bit scary but um so he basically told us like if you live long enough you're gonna get cancer and Mm -hmm. so you know that's just because that's the nature of what cancer is and what it what happens on a cellular level um but it's like you know in in some way shape or form every single second of our lives is potentially shortened by something that's um, outside us, but also, you know, like what's going on within us, we're dying as we're living. It's kind of crazy. And so I don't know, we can get really worked up into all kinds of panics. And I know my fair share of hypochondriacs that um, some of which are actually taking this whole coronavirus thing pretty well, like in stride. Um, But then it's also, I don't know if you guys are, as you sit back and like watch everybody's reactions, something I've noticed, and I want to see if you guys have noticed this at all, but like, so because I listen to a lot of podcasts and pay attention to a lot of alternative media websites uh, and just sources, you know, I've known about the coronavirus for months now. Like I've, I've known it's been out there. I know it's been coming. Um, You know, wasn't really too concerned about it, um, mm. but I've been conscious of it. I've been aware of it, and I've, you know, it, it's slightly affected my day-to-day life and that I just try to be extra alert and aware. Um, but what's interesting is that even though, like, that's what I was doing, people that are even more freaked out now, you know, knew about it, but were not at all concerned about it. And just yeah. like, it wasn't a big deal. <laughs> and so now the tables have, well, not, I wouldn't say the tables have turned, but like, you know, I've got to kind of keep my cool as their panic increases. And I'm just like, I, to- I, I why were you not living this? And, and that's when it comes down to like, what are they being fed? What information are mm-hmm. they taking in? And yeah. all of it's, incredibly hyperbolic um like we don't know enough about what's going on and even though like i said i work with doctors at hopkins like they're on the front lines like and it's obviously very scary to hear like the fear in their voices of what they're encountering every day And, and a lot of it's fear of like what's not even there yet a lot of it's fear of like what could be coming down the road next because of their lack of supplies um and and it's Again, like, and then it goes back to, like, these are problems that are brought on by our more socialized healthcare system. And then people yeah. want more of that. And it's like, that's exactly what's gotten them into this place and this mess. Because if it was freer, if it was more free market, if it was 
more privatized and if it was less government intervention regulation bs like we wouldn't be facing these problems yeah well one of the things that they were talking about i was listening to a video um a john stossel video about this actually today yes so good thank you for sharing i think i said yeah okay yeah, yeah we'll it put was, it in our show notes it was basically saying that a lot of the problems that we are encountering now is not necessarily the virus, but us being not prepared for the virus. And that is because mm-hmm. of our reliance on government. Yeah. The CDC was the one that was supposed to be putting out these tests, but it, they were so far behind on getting that out um, that basically what Donald Trump's administration had to do is release a lot of these regulations so that private companies could put out the test. The CDC put out mm-hmm. tests, but they weren't always accurate. And uh, it was taking them forever to do it. So there's that. And then and then now we're having an issue with like getting the medications. Like we're talking about the anti-malaria medicine that I can't pronounce. Mm-hmm. Like quinine, I think is the, um, the generic or the brand name for it. But then the zithromycin together. Now we have all of those, but guess who makes those medications in mass? China? Good. Good. That's racist, <laughs> but good. That's the right answer. It's so only racist if I say have China. To... Oh, and by the way, guys, anybody who says that saying China is racist, you're an idiot. China is a nationality. It's not a race. Asian yeah. is a race. Okay? Yeah. Well, yeah, and if you Get called it, it like, Oriental virus, like my boss still says Oriental. We should not call them French fries. We should just call them freedom fries because that's racist. <laughs> I mean, come on, people. Okay. <laughs> Lord. Um, uh, like, <sighs> people talk about how Donald Trump is so unprofessional in public, but if I was the president, I would, like, they would always complain about, like, President resting bitch face constantly because I would just be (laughs) I wouldn't even talk to them I would just look at them with like this look of like you're an idiot what did you just (laughs) ask me so yeah I couldn't be president for many reasons but but that's one of them yeah I just can't stand the stupid questions like you care more about him calling it China virus rather than getting these tests out that's one of the reasons why South Korea was so has been able to be so proactive and they did such a great job as they had they had the test ready and they were not just testing people who had the symptoms they were testing everybody who wanted one yep so they had a good idea of how many people in their country had the disease they were shutting down their borders and containing it right away testing it to see where their numbers lied a lot of our fear is based off of just not knowing how many people actually have it so, I mean, we do know that the majority of the people that have passed away from it were either very old people or people who had multiple diseases. Mm-hmm. And, you know, their immune system was shot. So, my thinking was, I read, a, I just read a tweet like a couple of days ago, and it was somebody that was like, "Why are we all having to stay indoors? Why don't we just have the people who are literally..." They know who they are. You just quarantine yourself. Why are we all under this quarantine and losing our jobs and shutting our economy down for this? Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's just like, yeah, it's a good question, but. Well, that's how we normally operate with things like that. Cause when, you know, everybody was freaking about measles not that long ago. And even when RSV hits 
certain times, you know, certain seasons and things like that. Hospitals locked down. You can't visit the, you know, nursery. Like you can't go in certain parts of the hospital. Like at daycares know and they pay more attention and look for symptoms. Like we have already kind of self-regulated like that. And that was my issue because I was fully aware of Corona coming too and seeing how China was handling it and all that kind of stuff and watching it spread. So we were doing, the only reason I'm shocked is because of the response by everybody in our government. Cause you're like, wait a second, why am I not allowed to go to work all of a sudden? Like, why is this just not like a bad flu? You know, cause a couple of years ago, like, you know, influenza A and B were killing people left and right and nobody batted an eye. And I, have I remember that. Work, yeah. And I have friends who work in the medical field. And one of the things they were laughing about, there's a company, I want to say it's called Jayco. And they are supposed to like, they're like quality control and they come yeah. in and they make sure that you're like doing what you're supposed to and all this stuff. And they were laughing because they're like two weeks ago, we weren't allowed to put scotch tape on the walls. And now yes. they're telling us dirty sock is an appropriate face mask. <laughs> yeah. So they're yeah. like, you know, it doesn't make any sense. And that's just where I was at. Like it escalated so quickly to all of a sudden things are shut down and we're hoarding bread and toilet paper. And you're like, what's going on? Even in my own town, we had this group that got set up. They literally called themselves the Coronavirus Task Force or COVID Task Force or something like that. And they started like collecting food for kids, like, you know, getting like grab. And that's great and all, but we were just in spring break. So all of our schools were already out of school. We were already prepared for like, you know, no daycares and schools and stuff like that. All of the families that we work with, we weren't starving yet. So these people, when you saw what they had donated and went and bought out, they cleared out shelves, like full shelves of applesauces and all this stuff that these families would just need normally for their homes. We can't buy it now because you've cleared the shelf for something that isn't even happening. This isn't months down the line where like grocery stores truly have empty shelves. Like we just can't restock them fast enough because everybody's panic buying. That's the problem. So that's mm-hmm. where you're like, you're creating a problem that shouldn't have even existed. So now I can't even go and get applesauce for myself because you've bought it all up in this panic for something that's not a problem. You're now you're just going to get people going and picking up food because they can't get it to the store because you bought it. It has nothing to do with the need. Like we don't have starving children in droves already because of this yeah. shutdown. Like why are we in these levels already? And if we have like people pulling milk jugs out of people's hands, <laughs> like, you know, I need this milk for the you. You're like, why are we here now? We shouldn't even be at these levels. And that's my biggest issue. Yeah. Is what, like, how did we get here? And how easily everybody just rolled over. Like, oh, yeah, no that's, problem. yeah. Get me my essential Gestapo paperwork and I'll be fine. Like, it's nuts. Yeah. I have friends that are like, you know, that are younger than me that are like, what are these young kids doing at the bars? getting drunk when this is going I'm like I'm like you sound like a boomer right now and that's what are killing this virus <laughs> <laughs> yeah I let him drink it I told one of my friends I was like you just gotta let people have their free will if they want to go out there and get themselves sick I mean you can't stop it no and really like you said the populations that are affected the most <clears throat> we've said that we know that and that's who you're supposed to like protect yourself don't count on somebody else to stay home themselves you know, yes. to protect you. And if you know it affects elderly, like a bunch of our grocery stores have implemented the early hour shopping. So from like seven to eight, it's like elderly and pregnant women only, that kind of stuff. And yeah. they don't use it. I still see so many elderly at, you know, five o'clock at the grocery store, the big, busiest time. And they're like, see, you're, you're going to complain at me for being at the store, but you are too. You're the vulnerable population. Like, 
So if I was pregnant, I wouldn't be out, you know, because I knew I would be vulnerable, but I wouldn't do that in a flu season. I wouldn't do that if somebody had strep throat, like I would treat it the same way. Yeah, I, I mean, and I'm a nurse. And so I, I remember the year when the flu A and B was really just hitting everybody really hard and young people really even dying from it. Yes. And I was working in the hospital at the time. And um, I don't remember anybody making any comments about how we needed to shut anything down. I do remember the news just saying, like, if you are above this age or below this age, stay home or get the shot, you know. Right. And that was it. I mean, I I just don't remember just like this massive shutdown and it's creating we're basically going through a depression right now because of the, just because of the fear and panic that's, this has caused the virus has done less damage than the panic has. Yeah. And that now if this virus, even if it didn't affect a lot of people, but if it did stuff like malaria or Ebola, where you're like bleeding out of orifices or it's like super painful or like your skin peels off, like I'd be a little bit more concerned, but if it's just like a dry cough, like I'm all, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think the fear really- is that it causes like for people who are really susceptible and even there's people that have it that they get sick and they don't even realize that they had it because they don't have such severe symptoms. So, yeah. Um, but there are the people that are affected by the most, they will develop lung problems. And after even after yeah. they, you know, get over the, the sickness, they'll have like permanent lung damage. So that is something to worry about, but you know, if you were that susceptible, you would be susceptible to anything similar like that. Cause I have friends with asthma who are concerned. So they've like bulked up on inhalers and stuff. Yes. Mm -hmm. Do what you need to do, knowing your limitations and that kind of stuff and fortify yourself how you need to, but you can't, again, you can't rely on the rest of us to protect you. You got to do that yourself. And that's like, there's always going to be something that is going to be trying to kill you one way or another, whether it's like, you know, a saber toothed tiger or um, a new virus, because that's just what the world is. That's nature. Um, And so we're not saying this because we're cold hearted bitches or anything or like we're not dumb, but it really is. It does come down to there's always going to be something. And, um, Mm -hmm. but the fact that everybody has let themselves get worked up into such great fear and panic and let the government do whatever it wanted, it's just, I don't know. It's one of those things where it's like, I'm just at, I'm at a loss because, you know, it's all the stuff that I've been warning about and been afraid about. And then it's actually like, oh my God, we're living in it right now. Like we're watching them take over control take control over so much more than they already had and it was already like frightening levels of control but like we're actually living in how the world turns into that the 1984 world yeah like Mm -hmm. from from the book (laughs) you know like Mm -hmm. this is how 1984 happens Mm -hmm. i had really hoped we'd have more time like i or we would thought we would Yeah, I didn't think we would just roll over. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. Like, 20, 2020 was supposed to be our year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. God, 2020 just won't stop. 
It just won't get. It just <laughs> it keeps going. It's awful. No. It's the worst year ever, and I hate it. So make sorry. it stop. Somebody make it stop. Yeah, maybe April Fools will actually be a legit April Fools, and I'll be like, just kidding, everything's fine. <laughs> oh, that'd be really nice. <laughs> this is just a shit show. To, this has been a test of your emergency broadcasting system. Um, could you imagine the retaliation though? Like yeah. dangerous, but also deserved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because this really is like ruining people's lives. Mm-hmm. And it's it and you know, like you said, it's the panic and the reaction to this that um I've always been more afraid of the reaction to it than the virus itself. And I think it's like the reaction to this, which is going to affect all of us for generations to come. It's this is a huge turning point. This is going to go down in history as what the F happened. Well, let me just say this, though. One of the good things that's happened is that um, because of the CDC just being basically Terry Schiavo on life support on handling this. um (laughs) I think that maybe we've learned our lesson that maybe we don't need to have all these like government restrictions on certain things, like on who can make tests and how to get them out fast enough and things like that. So I'm hoping that maybe since we lax on those laws just for this case, that maybe it'll be permanent or it will be longer lasting. And then we can actually have more tests for whatever that comes ahead, you know, being made by all these different labs that know they actually know what they need. And how the test needed to be made. So it might be better. You know, I was just thinking that was one of the things that John Stossel brought up is like one of the good things that could come out of this is all these restrictions that we've waived. Maybe they'll stay. I don't know. I And I appreciate hopeful thinking, but it really is like (laughs) quite hopeful thinking because in my experience already, like people, again, it's like asking people to. Uh, confront their cognitive dissonance and they're not doing that at all so that's why I'm not really hopeful that that's going to be the case it's just going to be like okay well well, that was like an emergency but otherwise we need this otherwise you're going to have nails in your cereal and like the FDA are just heroic heroic men and women just doing their job to make sure you're safe when really it's like their existence is causing people to die for no reason yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, let me ask you guys, I don't know, um, have you guys just been sort of surprised at just the level of stupidity that people have have so. about this whole situation? Because mm-hmm. I, I was talking to um, somebody, I won't say who it was, but I was just kind of asking him because we kind of talked about the coronavirus. And so I was like, I'm just curious, like, so what are your thoughts on Joe Biden being the, the Democrat um, hopeful and he was this is somebody who used to be a Republican and he totally surprised me today or not today but the, a few days ago and he said that he was for the first time going to vote Democrat and and he was going to vote for Joe Biden although it would be kind of like swallowing his own vomit and I was just like of all the years to vote Democrat <laughs> Like if you're gonna switch sides, why wasn't it Obama? Why did why why Biden? 
I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah. what about this year was just like, I can't, yeah, <laughs> I can't take yeah, the Republicans anymore because the Democrats are just looking so good that I'm going to go straight towards there for Biden. Let's go just, pick an almost dying guy. Is it because he has dementia and you just don't think he can possibly cause that much damage? Like, I just, he, I couldn't figure it out. Like, it was just, this really just baffles my mind. I forget who had told me, and I don't remember if it was like an online poster or just a regular conversation, but somebody said that we should just build an Oval Office replica in like a nursing home and then stick him in there and then he would just believe he won. That's hilarious. <laughs> I'm all well, for that's it. a good idea. I would contribute to the GoFundMe. Ms. Pickles, you work in mental health, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm behavioral health, social services, yeah. Okay, so, and I'm a nurse, so I've dealt with a lot of people who are, have dementia or delusional thinking. Yeah. I mean, that is what it looks like to you, right? I mean. Oh, 100%. Okay, so I'm not just like. No, and even like the aggression that he puts out sometimes because older males tend to become aggressive in mm-hmm. dementia and Alzheimer's. And so the way That's he just faces and stuff. Oh yeah. Like how he snaps. I'm like, yeah. You're full yeah. of shit. That <laughs> really, that's what I was thinking. It reminded me of a patient that I had when, um, when I was on hospice and he, he wanted to meet me in the parking lot and this guy was in a wheelchair <laughs> And he had wounds all on his legs. I was like, dude, we had to meet in the parking lot. I don't think you're going to make it. <laughs> I just dumped you out of your chair. You by the pool after school. <laughs> well, they started creating, like, homes specifically for elderly men with dementia because they become violent like that. Oh, yeah. Um, th- that, yeah. I actually, that same guy, um, he didn't last very long but he was in the same room with his wife and they were already discussing like moving him, his wife out because he was abusive to his wife, which was really sad. That is, Um, sad. It's just so sad when that happens. So like the whole situation with Biden, it's like kind of funny, but it's also like really depressing that his wife and everybody's just pushing this. Like Mm -hmm. I would think that his wife should be like, honey, Let's just call it a day and let's just go home, you know. But I she's think out it just there. Proves everybody's power hungriness and evil. Yeah, like, yeah. that's what so makes me. That's where I can't. I can't put forward any sympathy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, he he should be. Uh, he really should be like. Uh, what was the term? I just lost it. Um, put out to pasture. <laughs> <laughs> like in a nice way, like you know. He doesn't really, he doesn't even deserve a peaceful go out, but like, just get out of, just get out of politics. I'm surprised nobody's called like adult protective services. Like he is a vulnerable adult and he's being exploited by his handlers. (laughs) Yes, exactly. It's very true. Yeah. We should should call the hotline. Yeah. Maybe it doesn't break my heart that much because he did, I did hear him talking about how Waco was like all... The David Koresh's fault and justifying yeah, that. He's, so. he's a lot, he's a sack of shit. So yeah, yeah never mind. Yeah, <laughs> but I would just like him off the public stage for my own benefit. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, yeah. that's another thing. It's like, guys, can we even think that the that the Democrats are actually trying to win at this point? Like when the when you push for Biden, I don't think they're trying to win. 
I think there's like a long game they're playing. Well, it would be convenient for them. Well, we've talked about this with Monica, um, but like, and she talks about it on her show, but like, and, and you know, other people have as well, I'm sure, but it's going to be convenient for them that if, and who knows, I guess it seems like it may be happening sooner um, with the coronavirus and, Maybe that is a sign that they were afraid that Trump was going to win re-election. But, um, you know, they had to crash the economy. And I'm saying that not even as like a we go on, mm-hmm. we go all. Like, I'm not even saying that as like a cure. I'm just saying that as, you know, we've seen what they have been doing. And, you know, we know that it would be more convenient for them to have the economy crash while it's in the hands of the quote unquote free market, quote unquote capitalist guy um, versus, you know, one of theirs, which of course it's like they would never let the economy crash when it was their guy. But, um, you know, so I think they're just, you know, seeing whatever makes sense uh, strategically for the them, it would be better. Um, to let it all crash and burn under Trump, and then they'll go see. Can't do this again, guys. Yeah, it'll be like a Theodore Roosevelt type situation where he'll be like, "Guys, it's just give me more time. Just keep voting me in, and I'll fix it." And by the time, he, like his last, um, his last term in presidency, he finally sort of fixes it or masks it to look like he fixed it, and then he dies. Theodore or FDR? Oh, sorry, Franklin. Because I was going to say Theodore. Eh, One Roosevelt. They're all the same. (laughs) They're all Theodore sets the stage for sure, but yeah. So now that we've like we're kind of going through this like social distancing and we're isolating ourselves to our apartments, are we going insane yet or? I'm just annoyed. I'm over it. Like, I had things to do this year. And basically, because my schedule relies so much upon, like, my experts' schedule. Like, right now, like, I, uh, I'm i a little bit upset because, like, I don't know. This is going to sound really selfish. But, um, you know what? Fuck it. I'm allowed to be selfish because everyone needs a break and everybody deserves uh, some kind of reward for their hard work. But so... My spring break was ruined because my experts' spring break was ruined because this stupid virus had to come ruin everything. And yeah. so there go like there goes his break, there goes my break, and my brain is just like completely kaput. And so honestly, I was saying it was I think I might have been saying it to um Doug from Damned History, but like ironically, this respiratory virus is actually giving me a chance to breathe at work because mm-hmm. otherwise like I'd be drowning and we were completely overwhelmed and I was way too busy. My expert was way too busy. And it's like, so, you know, the, here comes the virus that causes issues. Breathing is actually giving me room to breathe. That's so I don't thing. know. Got to take every day in stride. <laughs> I'm, I'm thankful for my health, but yeah, also, yeah. God damn it. <laughs> so how are you faring, Miss Buckles? Really, everything's pretty, like, 
normal. It's just everybody else around me is a hot mess and their lives are changing because the way my job works, I work 24 hours on call and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. And so I can work from home. And then as long if there's cases and I get called out on scene and stuff, then, you know, that's different, but I work alongside law enforcement. So we were considered essential. So like not working isn't an option. And, Mm -hmm. but seeing others in my life, like I have stress for them and I'm trying to find other ways to help alleviate that for them. Because like I have friends who run daycare centers and stuff like that, two weeks of no income for them. Mm -hmm. Like that's literally, that's all they have. And so that's, those are the stressors for me. I don't really have a lot of elderly in my life. I'm concerned about, you know, stuff like that. And so our routine's pretty normal still, but I just spend less time in the office and I can't buy bread when I want to. Yeah. That's really kind of the kicker. And that, you know, the funny thing too, I'll go up on a little bit of a tangent with the grocery shopping. You know, I've done prep stuff too, and I can and make my own foods on occasion, but I have like that mind, you know, not even just like bug out survival, but just long-term anything, a storm, you know, power goes out, even if you're just camping certain survival foods that you would choose in those moments that are long shelf life and stuff like that, going through the grocery store, all of that was still there. Nobody touched the peanut butter, nobody touched the jerky, nobody touched the dried fruits, the nuts, the beet, like, oh, you guys are just, why did you get eight loaves of bread, Karen? Maybe yeah. you should how, long, how long does that last? How's that keto diet yeah. going, Karen? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So really, Karen, I'm not keto. And I'm super like antisocial. <laughs> so it's not like I'm missing out on hanging out with people. But I did have events and concerts and things that have been canceled and that sad. And one of them was a punk show. And I was laughing. I was like, come on, you guys, like, we're literally like, fuck the establishment. And you're like, no, we have to cancel. We have to listen to what they say. Yeah. Daddy government (laughs) says. We have to follow the rules. Mm -hmm. And I I do honestly try to avoid talking about it with most people in my life because my views on it are so different than everybody else's. Yeah. Because I'm so anti-government. And most of them know that a lot of the people in my family, because I have been for so long. And I think they choose not to talk to me about it. Yeah. Because <laughs> they just, they want to pretend everything's okay. And when I'm out here like, this was purposeful. They're just like, oof. So we have that like, agree to just not discuss the virus for now. Because even my boss escalated. She was like, this is nothing. And now she's like, everybody needs to wear a mask when somebody comes in. And I'm like, I chihuahua. Like, <laughs> I'll offer them, but I'm not making them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. My work, we were asked on the, like, when we, um, I guess when our shift, our first shift after all the shutdown happened, we had to ask our, I I do private duty, so I go into a patient's home, and I have to ask the family, especially the mother, like, have you traveled outside of the U.S., have you, and ask her a bunch of series of questions that I I already know the answer to, because I go into their home every week. I know she hasn't been outside of the country. <laughs> she was there every time I was there. <laughs> so it's like a bunch of just inane questions that I have to ask just to, you know, check that box just to make everybody happy. You know, that You're kind of stuff. You're fixing it. Yeah, I know. It's like, yay, I helped. I helped. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that meme with the kid from The Simpsons. Yeah. Like, um, you know, I... You know, I, I haven't been on Facebook too much, but do we not have um, one of those profile picture filters for coronavirus? Like, I don't see one of those yet. Like, where's that? 
Save no, I'm help- from the like, coronavirus. <laughs> I'm, or, or no, just like, you know, a, a, a mass shooting happens and everybody makes it like a gun awareness, um, like filter for their profile picture. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I guess like the virtue signaling is coming out in, um, on, I see it a lot on Instagram. I guess that's where I spend more time, but you know, everybody's like really celebrating their quarantine and I'm just like, weirdo. <laughs> like I'm, I'm actually okay with the quarantine because I don't like people as you know in groups anyways so right. me and my husband have, <laughs> he works from home and he's a computer science nerd so he obviously is so you know not very social also either cool <laughs> so not much has changed except for the kids are at home more now and so now we have to figure out how to entertain the children for the whole day or at least I do while my husband works downstairs but um you know, so I've not really hated it as much because nothing has really changed in my life. But I can imagine, I can only think, I, I was watching a video, somebody posted something, it was like a cousin of mine because he always posts like crazy stuff. He posted a video that this girl was taking of her alcoholic husband and when he would have rages. And I immediately was like, I feel so sorry for all these people that are stuck home yes. with their abusers right now and they can't Ugh. leave. Yes, actually, that's I work victim services in crisis. That's what I do. And so we have had an increase in domestic violence cases. We're actually anticipating an increase in child abuse cases, too. Now, that oh, oh my God. because a lot of for a lot of kids, school was their only escape. And for a lot of domestic violence victims and stuff, whether he went to work or she's able to go to work, you know, that was their only reprieve during the day. And that's been taken from them. That's yeah. Awful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, unfortunately, yeah, my DV cases. Of, I was just at work all night last night on a case. Yeah. So I was just thinking, like, this is probably a nightmare. And this is one reason why I really want this thing to be over soon, because I was thinking about that. And then the people who are, they're laid off right now, and they don't have any income, and they're watching the news, and the news is just all terrible news, and, and Donald Trump is just a racist idiot who can't get anything done, and then, oh, we were voting on this uh, bill to help send you money, but, oh, we can't agree on it, so we're just, whatever, so I'm sure that those people are sitting at home, and they're just, like, ready to put a gun in their mouth, because they don't know what the future's going to be like. I mean, we just, this is not a good situation. Yeah, suicide rates are going to go through the roof. I just, yeah, I can only yeah. think of, like, how this, for me, it's not so bad. And, you know, all these politicians that are making these decisions. They're are, fine. They're fine. Yeah. And hell, what, a, I mean, all these uh, journalists, they can hang out in a room full of other journalists and ask mm-hmm. if Donald Trump is racist for calling it the China virus. But you know, the rest of us have to sit at home and we can't go to work. Like, I just am so over all these people. Yeah, I really hate <laughs> everyone. I'm over it. Hey, if you're a mass shooter, um, hint. No. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Don't do it. That's awful. <laughs> Too much. Sassy. Dark. Awful. Allegedly. Uh, Allegedly. Wrong. Jesus hates that. Don't do it. Oh my god, I saw a really good Jesus meme today. I can't remember who posted it, but it was really good. 
like a quarantine day, 187, like Jesus rock, walking in on a Tyrannosaurus Rex or something. It's just like, this is what the world is. <laughs> it is crazy. And how quick, again, just the quickness. That's where I'm, that's why I'm reeling, is just how fast it happened. Yeah. Really fast. So, I don't know. I'm just thinking, like, if you, I'm sure there's somebody that knows somebody who's in like a domestic violence type situation, I would just reach out to those people right now as much as you can. If you know somebody who's laid off and they don't have any income and they're stressed out, just try to reach out to them. Like let's all try to be there for each other. Cause we know that the government is not going to come through anytime soon for any of those people. Right. If, if well, not in any ever. Yeah. I mean, we might get a thousand dollars a month, like a year from now, by the time they finally pass the bill. But for right now, we just need to really be there for each other, and 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 you know, we believe in voluntary exchanges. Yes. So voluntarily, you know, provide some charity to your friends, your loved mm-hmm. ones. Mm-hmm. My cousins had to do that. He's a tattoo artist, and. Obviously, nobody's quick to get tattoos right now because everybody's all freaked out. And he's like, I, he's like, I'm screwed. He's like, I can't go another couple weeks without any income. Like, I will be screwed. So he started, you know, some people like us out there are still brave. And so he's been trading work for other stuff. And I was like, that's how we do it. Like, you have a skill and they want that skill and then they'll give you those goods that you need. And there you go. I mean, it's not going to pay your water bill. But if somebody will still pay you cash and that works, but you know, they're not worried about not eating and he got his car fixed when it broke down and stuff like that. So. Hey, that would be a cool tattoo though of the coronavirus like cell. <laughs> That'd be a cool tattoo when this is all said and done. I survived so, this. I survived this monster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like, yeah. On that, I mean, my brother can't work and he hasn't been able to work in a few, like maybe a week now. But, um, you know, because he is a personal trainer, so they shut down all clubs and all gyms and all that. And so, you know, yeah. he's just barely able to do anything. And so, um, you know, virtual training, what good is that? Honestly, like, there's nothing. Yeah. So, and so it really... We need to get on the upper upper side of this and or something really needs to break um, because what it is doing is breaking spirits and breaking down lives for a lot of people. So yeah. like like Jesse said, like you guys were saying, it's like this is a great time for us to, um, you know, put our money where our mouth is, but also like, you know, live our principles Um Reach out to people. Do what you can for your community. Uh, any... And there really are good people out there. Like, we are yeah. good people. I think that, like, out of all the groups of people that I've ever met, I feel like the, this, like, knit of people who we all believe in liberty and volunteerism, I think we are good people. Everybody that I've met through this movement has been amazing. Uh, I mean, like, just a friend of mine the other day, I'm not going to say her name, but... Um, her, she's going through a lot of hard stuff in her life right now, but she said she offered to help me out with with stuff of 
gone through something. And I just thought how amazing of a person that she is that she's willing to help out somebody even though she's going through stuff herself, you know? Yep. That's just the kind of people that we are. And we just have to, you know, if we, if we live, we show that to the world, then we can, you know, we show that government, we don't need it to do the things that we, you know, to do charity stuff that we should be doing anyways. And that right. we do it better amongst ourselves than they could yes. ever do it for us. Because exactly. we know each other. We know what each other's yeah. needs are better than the yeah. government will. Well, yeah, because and you also start to learn, like, on that individual level, what specific people need. And I know mm-hmm. we were talking earlier about, you know, the old people should quarantine themselves. But I did just realize they're actually one of the most isolated populations already. <laughs> and check on your elderly neighbors and family members, please. <laughs> yeah. Yes. They don't have to open Make the door sure they're doing all right. Yeah, even just calling and talking on the phone sometimes is nice because they do get very isolated. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, they're probably they they're, they're probably panicking. Yeah. CNN is stuck on their TVs, so whether they want it or not, so that is true. Out. Like one of the things I do when I was doing um, home hospice, I would go see patients in nursing homes too, and they would be watching. Um, I remember one patient in particular, she would be in and out of like clarity and she was watching MSNBC and I was thinking oh, this could man. not be the worst <laughs> channel for a person at this issue. And so I just had to tell her nurse, like, you're going to, you need to take her, change her channel mm-hmm. to something much more chill than this. Cause she was just like, go, she was saying all kinds of weird stuff based off the news. Wow. In fact, I don't the think Hallmark they should channel. have news channels in those places. Well, anyway, we're probably um coming down to our time at this point. But, Miss Buckles, since you're our uh, lovely guest tonight, I wanted to ask you if there was anything else that you had that you wanted to share since you're with us tonight or just where people could find you, follow you, anything to plug, anything you want to say. I mean, mini plug. Obviously, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at, at Miss underscore Buckles. But I did just talk about this on the last podcast I was on, but um, I am actively working with a few people in the community through Seaburn Book Boys Discord, and we are creating a nonprofit. The purpose of the nonprofit is to help provide um, like Seaburn and medical gear for people within and without of our community. It's literally for everybody. There's no political affiliation, no weapons affiliation, nothing like that. But we realized you know, through various discussions that that was a need. And so we're working on that to, you know, corner that. And it's not just like for our community, it's literally for anybody who we found that need, whether it's at rallies or events, but even now, like we can't even get that stuff together. So we're kind of like, but that's, you know, we're actively trying to do that. So like you said, there's wonderful people in our community that do actively try to help in other ways. And we're not just shit posting and Greedy capitalists. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're not just greedy right? So, but yeah, that's kind of it. And just, you know, be excellent to each other. Like, everybody's stressed out. Everybody's worried. We all know, we know within our community what's going on, more or less, mm-hmm. in terms of in control. And so, just try to, like, I just try to, like, not let anybody get panicked when they start talking to me. Like, I don't want them to rev up when we're talking about this virus and what's going on, and you're just... You know, so just realize everybody's stressed out. Help where you can. And you know, self-care is important, too. Hydrate or die. Yeah, true that. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, get some, take, you know, meditate, get some yoga, yeah. exercise, whatever you need to do to to just reset your, your batteries. Yes. Do a puzzle. Well, yeah, stress will physically affect you. So if you're so stressed out about this virus, you could cause yourself to tank your immune system and then catch it. Who knows? So, you know, and don't overeat because that's like another thing is <laughs> oh God, I'm yeah. stuck in the house and I'm like, what do mm. I do? <laughs> don't eat all your quarantine. Snacks. Yeah, don't eat all your quarantine food. Yeah. <laughs> or cut Take- your bangs. That's what somebody else told me. Don't cut your own bangs right now. <laughs> I think that was <laughs> like, please don't come out of quarantine with bangs. <laughs> or now's the time because they're going to grow out by the time we're all allowed to leave our houses. That's a good or, point. So cut your bangs, that, guys. Is that too negative? Cut your bangs today. <laughs> I I bought this kit before every the world decided to go into apocalypse mode. And it was to um, perm your eyelashes. Oh my god. And goodness. I will say that's it actually it's works tough. out pretty good. So that was it. fun. Interesting. Huh? Yeah, it's pretty awesome. I have really straight eyelashes, so I'm pretty happy with how it turned out. Oh, I'm gonna look that up. Yeah, it was only like sixteen dollars or something like that on Amazon. And <laughs> so just really bored. <laughs> and you already used it? Yeah, I did nice. um I had to do two sessions because the first time I did it, I didn't know what I was doing. So I had to go back and do it again. But now I know what I'm doing. So well, I'm ready you still to have eyelashes. Now. Yeah. And your eyes didn't burn out of your head. So it works. So I'm interested. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, um, I'm, yeah. I'm sure you could easily, like you could do it totally bad. And cause it does actually literally have like the perm solution that smells really bad. But, um, I somehow didn't burn my eyes out, so it's good. Well, uh, we'll take. We'll all take that as a win. Yeah. yeah. Yay! We're not blind. Yay! Yeah. Yay. Home beautiful beautifying techniques. That's awesome. We fully support everybody to beautify as needed. Um, now's the time to freshen up, uh, yeah. and not and not come out of quarantine looking like ghouls. Exactly. Like, uh, do, I mean, yourself, look, do yourself and all of us a favor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. All right. Well, um, it's past my bedtime, um, and you guys have kids, so I'm sure, like, energy is dwindling there. But, um, yeah. everybody, thanks for joining us. Uh, I do not have Tom Hanks' disease. I'm Yet. I'm... <laughs> yet knock on wood i shouldn't but um you know i've got a pretty kick-ass immune system knock on wood again um but anyway you can if you don't already please follow us on instagram um catch us on twitter and eh, jesse i don't even know i don't bother with facebook do you bother with facebook everything i post on instagram automatically posts to facebook so just, All right. So you if you're there, you can, yeah. And Sometimes um, I'll put little special things on Facebook just to be fun. And then please feel free to DM us. Please feel free to email us, voluntaryvixens at gmail.com. And if you're really, well, you know what? Save, save your dollars, save your thousand dollar check from the government. Um, <laughs> while we do, while we do have a Patreon, and while normally we would 
you know, say that if you had a couple spare bucks, like, please send them our way, you know, hang on to your, hang on to your stuff right now. Like, we'll be fine. We want you to be fine. Like, yeah. let's all, let's all chill. Um, but anyway, uh, we'll catch you next time, hopefully soon. And in the meantime, keep it sane, keep it peaceful, keep it voluntary and Corona free. <laughs> <laughs>